Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You have offended this podcast and you have offended the entire movie making community. And welcome to part two of the podcast. We're going to pick up here where we left off yesterday. If you'd like to become a patron and get all of our episodes in full on Sunday night, you can go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. Support at any level there. We have levels that start at just $5 a month. We'll get you all of our full episodes without this pitch to the patrons on Sunday night in full. Remember, you can also go to offendedpodcast.com. You can go there, buy some merch. That'll give you something cool, and it'll also give us a little something to keep the lights on over here at You Have Offended This Podcast main headquarters. Check us out on our social media. At Twitter, we are at YHOTP. On Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, you can just search You Have Offended This Podcast, and you'll find us there. You can interact with us there. We'll answer your questions. You can give us movies that you'd like to see, favorite scenes, favorite actors, actresses, anything like that. We'd love to hear from you. So check those things out. Please become a patron. If you can't do that, give us a rating. Give us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you download your podcasts. That's a huge help. Or at the very least, if you could just tell a few friends about us, that would be awesome too. Thanks very much and enjoy part two of the podcast. That's sexy because that's what I fucking rock. I rock the gaunchies. I rock the fucking white gaunchies. How do you like my gaunch by the fish tank, baby? <laughs> Getting y'all hot. He, the thing that the thing that bothers me just a little bit. Okay, like I'm okay with the with the hairstyles and and whatnot, but he's always. Okay, you know how, like, uh, Butch Patrick has the actual Widow's Peak? Yes. You know? Yeah. Like, you know, there's some people that actually have that Widow's Peak. Yeah. But he kind of has his hair feathered. He's got a he's got a one-quarter mullet. Yeah. But he's always pulling a little triangle of hair down right in the center of his forehead. Yes, he is. Like a little furry Dorito, right? It's just <laughs> like a little triangle. <laughs> It's just like somebody took a hairy Dorito and glued it on his forehead at his hairline. And it drives me fucking nuts. I'm like, he's got this little point. Like there's a 1991 porn star sitting on his forehead at all times. Yes, constantly. Constantly. And it started to, it's, it's, I, once I started getting mad, like that's all I could see. All I could see with that guy? With John Barrett as BJ Quinn was that he looks to me, and maybe I'm off, but every time I see him, and again, maybe it's because I haven't seen The Breakfast Club in a while, he looks like the principal from The Breakfast Club. Oh, Jesus. Doesn't he? Yeah, you make a good point. Yeah, like every time I see him, I keep wanting him to throw Judd Nelson in detention for the fucking weekend. Yeah, I I agree. Yeah. Um, So that was Let's go to the... Let's go to the fucked up press conference, which happens next. This is a fucked up press um, conference. Yeah. Everybody at the press conference, like the reporters are not even asking questions. Like they all have like major attitude and they're like, does anybody have uh, any questions for Denard? And like, you know, there's a, that fucking co- the fucking reporter is there with his cap and a toothpick in his mouth, and he's like, "Hey, wanna, you're a fucking piece of shit, and you suck." And it's just like Denard gives him the finger and goes, "Oh, what's that? Your IQ?" Meh. And like everybody just rips on him. Like the entire press is 
is is tearing them apart and they build this world up like kickboxing is like the most popular sport in the world because that room is filled with reporters like filled with reporters yeah there's a ton of reporters there and there's the clothing sponsor guy answering the old chick's question about how long have you been sponsoring blood sports yes yes because that clothing company that clothing company was uh, becoming a sponsor and i think that might have been something uh an additional part of the film that got cut because later uh the reporter's like so you decided to get into kickboxing at the same time that that bj got sent to jail and denard became champion and the guy that owns the clothing company is like yeah, I guess. Like, like, yeah. There's like a a laser pointer on his chest, and he's like, "I have to go now." <laughs> yeah, I have to go though. Like, it's, but like the reporter that's a piece of shit. Um, yeah, Willard. He goes back. Willard, yeah, Willard. Willard goes back to his office, and his editor is also a piece of shit. And he's like, Willard, you got to stop covering kickboxing all the time. You know, there's other sports out there. And Willard's like, fuck you. You did uh, two pages on girls' high school volleyball. And he's like, that brings in the dollars. And it's just like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Like, no, it doesn't. It does not High bring in the volleyball dollars. brings in zero dollars. <laughs> zero dollars. Why did you cover like <laughs> like hockey or football or any of those sports that literally oh anything fuck, other like, than yeah. fucking high school volleyball? Yeah, yeah. it's fucking crazy. Because <laughs> Willard Willard basically works for the sports department of the newspaper, but he is never not covering kickboxing like it's not even like okay here's here's my story about an upcoming match no it's like here here's my 32 part expose on this one fight that's coming up because he's constantly interviewing like he just shows up scene after scene after scene yeah this guy literally has i would say if you were to break it down he has more screen time than keith fatale like he really oh he really does have more screen time than Keith Vitale. Which is a fucking problem. Oh, it's a like major it's a problem. problem in the movie because he shouldn't have that much. This should be a little side, a little side fuffle thing of like, oh, this fucking pesty recorder, reporter's being an asshole. Like, yeah. It shouldn't be as big a part of the movie as this is because he's but in it all the fucking he's, time. He's in almost every scene. Like, like they're doing a scene where they're working out. It's like, hey, uh, BJ, hey, Chad, let's work out together. And the reporter shows up. Oh, you two guys working out, are you? Hmm. Well, you both suck. Fuck you both. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. What? You look like a set of balls hanging next to each other, hitting a heavy bag. Yeah, Fuck off. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> And, it's and just then he like, goes over well, to Denard. Hey, Denard, you fucking South yeah, African French yeah, fuck. What's happening? Yeah, you you French pansy-ass you. fairy boy. What the fuck? <laughs> bye. Throw, yeah, bye. <laughs> fucking save this fucking toothpick hanging out of his mouth. I just love to see him leave every scene in a convertible. Like a Pontiac Solstice convertible. And he just waves and goes, bye. Flipping <laughs> the bird over his head. <laughs> fuck off. Yeah. yeah, he's in every goddamn scene. Again, this movie doesn't know how to focus on the right parts of the story is is a big part of the issue. Like, yeah, it really. And then again, it up. They they do this little uh, Willard scene at the office here, and then we get one of the many scenes of Chad and BJ just frolicking around, working out on the beach, and kicking each other around. Like, yeah, like, there's too many of the of these scenes with no payoff or reason for doing it. This movie does not understand everything that the '80s did to bring us the montage. So they try right? to do 
they try to do these montages, but the cuts are way too long. Like with a montage, it's yeah. like cut, cut, cut. This is just like yes. cut long. And then it's like 18 seconds. And then it's just like a George Lucas fade. And then it's another 18 seconds. <laughs> and it's like, you can't have a montage with like three clips, guys. Like, you know, you got to yeah. do a montage. That's a scene. You got to pick a good song. You got to put it together into like a fucking music video type vibe. It was the MTV generation, baby. And they just right? missed it. And then they have this weird relationship. Like Chad and BJ have this weird relationship where he's like, yeah, this is <laughs> my girlfriend. BJ's a cock all the time. <laughs> yeah. He's a cock all the time. He's like, Hey, this is my girlfriend, Carol. He's like, Oh, Hey Carol. Nice to meet you. She's like, nice to meet you too. And he grabs her by the wrist and he's like, what the fuck does that mean? You fucking whore. What like you fuck. fuck. Like he doesn't actually say that, but he's did you basically, fuck him? did you fuck yeah, him? He's fucking <laughs> super fucking like super possessed. Like he's supposed to be our protagonist. Right. And he's just like, yeah, absolute piece of shit to go give his, me a drink and a fucking his, sandwich whore yeah his friend <laughs> and his woman and i don't even know why she's around like she's the only person that seems to be decent but she's still for yeah. some reason she's hanging around with this fucking piece of shit she should have she should have yeah. just fucked off uh is what well, she it's like done. it's it's like when you watch sandra bullock date jesse what's his face from west coast choppers and you're like why the fuck is oh, she yeah, with him oh you're talking real life remember now. that yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. And you're like, why is she with him? This is the same reason. Like, why is she with this fucking guy? Like, I don't believe that this, what, is she a lawyer? Uh, like, yeah, I think so. I think she's a lawyer. And she, she's with this fucking lunkhead of a fighter that drinks too much and literally fucking kills people. Yeah. <laughs> literally. He's yeah. out at parties. <laughs> he's a drunk. He's been in jail. He kills people at parties. Um, when they, they go to the thing, they're like, the judge is like, he's never allowed to compete in a tournament again for the belt. Like, it's not like, you know, you're not allowed to fucking compete as a professional kickboxer. He's like, you're only allowed to fight for money, not for titles. And it's like, okay, which I don't think the judge actually says, but at the end of the film, they're like, uh, he's not allowed to fight. And it's like, no, no. It said that he's he's allowed to fight for cash, but not for prestige. That's like... Just not for titles. Oh. Like, that's fucking stupid. That That is like, stupid. So he decides... What kind of a punishment is that? He decides he's going to change careers and become a judge for kickboxing, which lasts one scene. And he shows up wearing his tuxedo with his stupid fucking spiked reverse Dorito haircut. Yeah. And they show up to the filthiest fucking canvas I have seen in my life. Dude. <laughs> we back up just one second to the yes. locker room before the canvas? Because the scene where Denard comes in and laughs at him is fucking yes. unintentionally hilarious. It is. Because Denard comes in and closes the locker with his fucking face. Yes. Yes. Whop! And then just goes, oh, you're a fucking homo. What's up? Yeah. Come here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're a judge now because you can't fight? <laughs> yeah. And like... It's fucking hilarious. He's overselling it too much. And then after he leaves, he's even like, did you see what I said? Did you guys hear what I said? <laughs> like it's. <laughs> and all the guys are fucking, like, you need to fucking relax yeah, a little bit. He's off screen yeah. so you can still hear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> Down the fucking hall in the shower, washing his fucking nuts with a borrowed dial. <laughs> 
I'm rubbing this. I'm rubbing this dial for public consumption on my nuts. <laughs> the next man who showers will have my nuts on his face. <laughs> Enjoy my nut buffet. <laughs> it's fucking. So yeah, you're right stoop. though. They do go out to the filthiest canvas that's ever fucking been fought upon. Listen, man. For like, Chad's fight with some other guy here. We we shot a wrestling show for television, and they have the wrestling ring. They do have um they do have a wrestling a canvas for training, and then they have a canvas for the shows. And the canvas right. for training was way cleaner than this one. Like way cleaner. Wow, like the, really? The wrestlers that I worked with had a much cleaner canvas than this fucking film. Like, like they, they just, this is disgusting. This it film. is disgusting. This, this canvas. I think there's a huge piss stain in one of the corners. <laughs> like there's a, there's a, there's a high up shot. And I'm like, is that piss? It looks like either somebody <laughs> spilled a coffee or like it's, it's fucking it's urine and bile in the corner that they were just like, fuck it, leave it in. We just, we just won't shoot that much. <laughs> leave that. And then the black mold, you know, fuck it. It's it all is, over the place. It's fucking disgusting. Like, and I couldn't take my eyes off it the whole time. I'm like, you serious? No wonder well, sponsors don't want to fucking put their fucking logo in the middle of that piece of shit. Right? Speaking of can't take your eyes off it, Denard shows up for the next fight in his little ass tassels in his fucking blue tights. Oh, my God. You're he like, looks like What he, the fuck is this dude wearing? He legit looks like he should be in that Mel Brooks film, like Robin Hood Men in Tights. Because he's got yes. these he's got these ass huggers with uh, black tassels on there. It's it's awesome. Yeah. It's it's like one step away from it's like a Shawn Michaels base garment. Like before he's like yes. sews on the the fucking uh, bedazzled shit. Like it's yeah, that, that's yeah, what he right? looks like. <laughs> Shawn Michaels starters kit. Literally tassels around his waist that hang down like his cock's gonna come out on the Tonight Show. Like da 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 da. Yes. <laughs> He's got this fucking zebra print G-string over top yeah. of the blue tights with the fucking tassels hanging down his ass and balls. It's the it's fucking it's insane. Like this he would wear this for a fight, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and he would actually wear it for a fight. It's it's ridiculous. And then after he wins, he just goes over to the judges' tape. Oh, there's actually a point where he like wipes the guy out in the fight, and he's supposed to be like Chad is supposed to be a judge. <laughs> And he just goes, oh, BJ, BJ is supposed Sorry, to be a BJ. judge. Sorry, BJ. I fucking keep mess- messing the names up. Um, BJ is yep. supposed to be a judge, and he's like, oh, Jesus Christ. Like, yep. some- <laughs> what the <laughs> hell? Like, well, you're a judge. Like, you know, mark mark shit down. How it's about impartiality, like, like, dude? Yeah, I'm completely, I'm completely uh, taken by this, but I can do nothing about it. Like, it's ridiculous. Oh, it's fucking stupid. And then once Denard wins the fight... He goes over, like you said, to BJ, throws his fucking mouth guard at him, and is like, yeah. ah, you're only out there because you can't fight, you fucking puss, yeah. what's up? Yeah, ah, take your yeah. whore and fucking go do something with her, you bitch. Yeah. <laughs> fucking sends him off. <laughs> it's all, like, to be fair, listen, Denard's, the guy that plays Denard, uh, Brad Morris, he's in phenomenal shape. Oh, the guy he looks really awesome. is, yeah. Actually, to be for for the movie, and to be say some good things about it, Keith Vitale, John, Bar- John Barrett... Uh, Brad Morris, they're all in tremendous shape. They like, are. They look fantastic, they, and they can all fight. They can all fight, and some of some of the kickboxing matches, there's some moments that actually look like legit kickboxing. Like they're yeah, like they they do. There's there's some there's some good kicks in there occasionally, 
and I'm okay with it not looking like real kickboxing or real boxing or real martial arts in film because you know you got to be there to to play it up um but yeah, yeah there's some there's some half decent stuff in here from time to time there is and i mean i think keith vitale being the fight choreographer for this really helped yeah it just because i think these two guys mostly uh john barrett and keith vitale when they screwing around together and sparring i think they were just literally sparring and fucking around Yes. Like, I don't think that was choreographed. I think they were just having a good time and fucking around because they're both good. Yeah. But the choreography does show up from time to time in fights where I'm like, oh, come on, man. Like, yeah, there, there are going to uppercut them 80 times. Yeah, and there's a couple of misses, too. Like, actually, in some yep. of the matches, there's a couple of kicks that clearly miss and um, yep. send the opponent flying. But there's a weird scene here. Again, I, I have a hard time really getting into rooting for bj because he's not even an anti-hero is this the one at the bar yeah I'm talking about the bar yeah the bar scene's fucking weird did you catch that one weird shot where bj comes in he sees chad sitting with his his girlfriend carol and he's like oh god damn it and then he walks over and when he sits down there's the point of view shot of the tray with the drink on it yeah <laughs> and bj takes the drink off and i'm like what the fuck was that shot like all of a sudden, Franz Nell just was like, oh, I'm going to be super fucking yeah. avant-garde yeah. now for like, eight seconds. Like they basically <laughs> from the tray. <laughs> they basically bolted the camera to the tray with the drink on and, yeah. and basically shot it being carried to the table. But the funny thing is they only use a few frames, so it's enough to be like, whoa, what the fuck was this? Right? Yeah, and it's, right? It's like... Again, it doesn't fit, but it would have been less jarring if it if if the shot had it carried across the bar and then be placed on the table. But it's just it's just this last few uh, frames of 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 the tray pushing of into carry. his face, <laughs> just like, and you're like, what the fuck was that? Whoa, Jesus! Oh, they had the tray. They had the. Why tray am I in a tray? Fucking! Oh, it's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> So, yeah, he's uncomfortable in the bar, which is weird. And then him, BJ, and Chad have this workout session where BJ is trying to help train Chad now that he's out of jail to fight Denard. Yeah. And get him up so that he can fight the champ here now. And Chad asks BJ to help him train. So now they're training together, and BJ is fucking going super hard and kicking Chad in the fucking head and, like beating his legs and stuff and chad's like what the fuck man like yeah. how about you fucking calm down and help me and yeah. bj's like how about you fucking block that kick yeah fruitcake like it's he's not apologetic he's just being a fucking douche and then denard's out for a job jog he's just jogging this is fucking and funny the reporter just rolls up in his car and he's just like hey hey look if it isn't fuck face magoo we're trying hey, to work out get fuck. ready for a fight why don't you go fuck yourself frenchy why don't you go wax that why don't you go wax that chapped ass you fucking if you're just like why is he say, why is he saying that he's a like he's a reporter it's like he you has like a, your balls they got no hair on them fucky what's up how you like doing i can understand if he had money on the fight on one of the fighters but he's a douche to all he's he's a douche to everybody in the film he's a douche to everybody he meets and it doesn't make sense. No. Because you're if you're supposed if to you're, cultivate relationships, you're a fucking reporter. Yeah, if you're the only reporter in town that covers kickboxing, 
right? How how many interviews do you think you're going to get if you're like, oh, look if it isn't Mr. McDroopy Nuts trying to work the fuck out. Yeah, fucking pansy-ass glue-sniffing fucking head-on-backwards fucking asshole. And they're just like, hey, I don't think I'm going to give you interviews anymore, sir. Oh, you will. Oh, you will. You will. Uh, haven't Screwing you noticed the balls? How about that? <laughs> haven't you noticed this toothpick I have in my mouth? And this you single hat? digit IQ bitch? What's happening? Yeah. You... <laughs> fucking, it's, it's fucking ridiculous. Stoop. So Chad goes to fight Denard here. Denard is now wearing the same fucking blue tights, but now he's got a pink tassels wrapped around his waist. Yeah, and they do a weird thing where Chad's fighting. BJ is not there to support him. And you're like, okay, because he's a cock. But then he's watching the fight on TV, and he's just like, come on. Come on, Chad. He's coaching him through the TV. You can do it through the TV where he can't fucking hear you. Like, that's a one-way communication. Like, you can hear him, but he can't hear you because you're in your fucking abode. Drinking heavily. Oh, and he's he's drinking heavily. He's like, come on. Be patient, Chad. Come on. Be patient. You can do this. Come on, Jack Daniels. Keep your hands. I mean, Chad. Yeah, sorry. Come on, Chad. Jack. Keep your hands up. Jack Daniels, honey. Mm. Me and the captain <laughs> are rooting for you. Come on. <laughs> it's just like, I'm just like, yeah, you're a piece of shit. You should be there to support your friend. But yeah. you invited your friend out to have drinks with you and your girlfriend. And when he showed up, you're like, why are you here fucking talking to my girlfriend, motherfucker? Like, talking to my girl were, when I'm late, fucking asshole. You invited me to the Camelot bar, you fucking donkey <laughs> you're supposed to you were supposed to be here at the regal beagle 20 yeah, minutes ago yeah. what the fuck you're the, you're the one who's late <laughs> keeping your girlfriend occupied somebody bring me a drink but do it in an artistic manner so <laughs> <laughs> all right i'll just attach this camera to the tray sir that's the type of mood i'm in <laughs> i want an artistically served alcoholic beverage I'll just bring you this old-fashioned on a tray with a camera attached to it. Yeah. Here's your GoPro old-fashioned, sir. Juxtaposition. <laughs> and that concludes part two of the podcast. Come back tomorrow for part three. If you'd like to get the entire podcast on Sunday night, you can go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. Patrons get the full show Sunday night without any ads. If you don't want to become a patron, you can go to offendedpodcast.com. Buy some merch there. That'll get you something cool to wear and rep the podcast you know you love. And we get a bit of money, too, to help us keep the lights on here. Please follow us on social media. At Twitter, we're at YHOTP. On Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, just search You Have Offended This Podcast. You can interact with us there. Leave us your favorite movies, your favorite scenes, any questions you have, anything like that. We'd love to hear from you. Please rate and review us wherever you download your podcasts. Ratings and reviews really help us, particularly on iTunes if you could. That would be awesome. Make sure to tell your friends, family, loved ones, and hated ones about this podcast. More listens mean more downloads means it's better for everybody. So thanks very much for helping. Come back tomorrow for part three, and we will be back in your ears very soon.